1: of the Christian faith is faith. It's about, I'm going to say the word faith a lot, get ready. It's about putting our faith in God. It's about putting your faith in God's Son, Jesus Christ. It's about putting your faith in that what He did in dying on the cross and rising again, was for you. It's having faith that Him dying on the cross and rising again is enough for you to be in a relationship with God forever. Christianity is a faith that requires faith. When we put our faith in God, God can do something supernatural in our life. Scripture teaches us that faith is essential to experiencing all that God has for us. Scripture teaches us that we are saved by grace through faith. Scripture teaches us that the righteous shall live by faith. And the Bible shows us that without faith, it is impossible to please God. Let's look at Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. This is going to come up on the screen for us. It says this, Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. This is what the ancients were commended for. By faith, we understand that the universe was formed at God's command, so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. By faith, Abel brought God a better offering than Cain did. By faith, he was commended as righteous when God spoke well of his offerings, And by faith, Abel still speaks, even though he is dead. By faith, Enoch was taken from this life so that he did not experience death. He could not be found because God had taken him away. For before he was taken, he was commended as one who pleased God. Verse six says, and without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. We get a pretty good biblical definition there for faith. It's confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. And then it says it's belief that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Now, I believe that the Christian faith is not a blind faith because we have an ancient holy book, a tested book, which records who God is, the goodness of God, Within the scripture, it contains testimony after testimony, story after story, which have proven accurate as far as real historical events. And then we have thousands of years of evidence of the power of God through the scripture, the power of God through the work of the church, the impact of Christianity, the person of Jesus Christ on everything that exists. And we see the impact of the gospel on the world. It's also not a blind faith, because I know that in this room, we have testimony after testimony, story after story of the work of God in people's hearts and lives. Just give me a little wave if you got a testimony about the goodness of God in your life. Give me a wave if you are a testimony of the goodness of God and the graciousness of God. Give me a wave if you've seen perhaps a miracle in your life or in a family member's life. You know, despite great evidence, it's still a faith because it requires faith. I wasn't there when the heavens and the earth were made. I wasn't there when the Garden of Eden was created. I I found out that the author who wrote about that wasn't even there. I didn't see it and I didn't get to touch the holes in Jesus' hand. The good news is though, you only need a little bit of faith for it to actually work. Luke 17, verse 5. The apostle said to the Lord, Increase our faith. He replied, If you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mulberry tree, Be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it will obey you. I remember hearing that as a child, and I got out to the garden and started yelling at trees. Yeah, I can do all things through a scripture with no context, right? So. What that speaks of, though, is about a challenge, something which seems immovable. When we have faith, when it's in the will of God, we can pray the will of God in and things can happen that are supernatural. It's in those moments where you say, I don't understand everything, but I believe that God can do something. In the movie Star Wars, Darth Vader says this line to one of his minions. He says, I find your lack of faith disturbing. Can I encourage you? Don't be a disturbing Christian. What I mean by that is a Christian who's not believing for the presence and power of God in their life. A Christian who's stopped stepping out in faith to pray for things that seem impossible. Challenges that seem immovable. Don't be someone a Christian found lacking faith to pray for those things. God wants you to have an active faith in your life where you're stepping out in prayer and in action to believe for the power and presence of God to be active in and around your life. Be someone who's believing for salvations. Be someone who sees those that are lost and wants to get into action believing that God can do something. Can I stir you? Don't be somebody that sits down in your spirit not believing anymore for that breakthrough in your life. Don't sit down in that addiction thinking that the fight's over. Have faith, that mustard seed, that little bit. I don't understand everything, but I believe God can do something. It's important that we believe that, everybody, because our faith isn't just about us. Your faith in God, your faith in the Word of God can be a blessing to others. Your faith can impact those around you. You know, I think about the church in Montreal that's happening. That church doesn't exist today without the faith of people in Perth. How interesting is that? That people here have their heart moved to give in to people that they don't, have never even met. We might never even go there. But we say, I believe God's doing something. By faith, I want to contribute. And now God is building an amazing church there in Montreal, which is currently freezing. But... Our faith has played a part in that church going forward. Yeah. These, these Quebecois people that we hear are coming to faith. That is happening because we have, by faith, invested into a work of God there. Whether they realise it or not, there's a lot of French speaking people in that city who are needing our faith in action. So that the gospel and a great life-giving church can get to them. In the Scripture, we read about the four friends who carry their paralysed friend to Jesus. The Scripture doesn't tell us that that paralysed man was full of faith. He, he couldn't actually do anything, but his friends believed that Jesus could do something, and so their faith was a part of someone else getting a healing. You know, Hebrews chapter 11 talks about the hall of fame of faith. That's what people like to call it, the hall of faith. Let's have a read of this, Hebrews 11, 29, 29. By faith, the people passed through the Red Sea as on dry land. But when the Egyptians tried to do so, they were drowned. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell after the army had marched around them for seven days in the power of Shush. Um, Verse 31. By faith, the prostitute Rahab, because she welcomed the spies, was not killed with those who were disobedient. And what more shall I say? I do not have time to tell you about Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, about David and Samuel and the prophets who through faith, conquered kingdoms, administered justice and gained what was promised, who shut the mouths of the lions, quenched the fury of the flames and escaped the edge of the sword, whose weakness was turned to strength and who became powerful in battle and wrought foreign armies. If we jump to verse 39 it says these were all commended for their faith yet none of them received what had been promised since God had planned something better for us so that only together with us would they be made perfect perfect have faith to believe for God to do things so big that they outlast you Have faith to believe that God can move on the generations ahead of you. Your faith in God is not just about you. It's about this generation and the generations to come. I believe God can do something so big that it outlasts what I touch and believe for. I've got faith for that. I want to be a man of faith. I want our church to be a church of great faith, confident in the power of God. Romans 10:17 says consequently faith comes from hearing the message and the message is heard through the word about Christ Scripture teaches us faith comes by hearing the word of God The word of God reminds us of what God has done It speaks to what God is doing right now and it certainly speaks to what God is going to do in the future I like this Dr. Phil quote. He says, the best predictor of future behaviour is past behaviour. And that's great when you apply it to God because God's done some epic past behaviours and He's got some epic future behaviours. Scripture will give you faith. You say, man, if God can do that, then God can do that in me. If God would move like that back then, God, you can move like that in my heart, in my mind, in my family. How much are you hearing the Word of God, everybody? How are you intentionally positioning yourself to hear the Word of God? Voices of doubt are trying to fight their way into your life. For some, they're not having to fight because you gave them a front door key. There's voices of doubt trying to get in and around your life. Things that would come to try and quench your faith to cause you to stop believing, to sit down, to stop that fight, to stop praying for that loved one. Listen, get into the Word of God because faith comes by hearing the Word of God. And can I challenge you, it's a gift to hear it from your own mouth. Get into the Word of God so that when your thought comes into your mind, and generally, I don't know if you're like me, but a negative thought comes in, I'll stop it there and I'll let some Scripture come out. It'll, It'll change your faith. Hear it from your own mouth. Hear it from a podcast. Hear it from the preacher, but get into the Word of God. Open up the Scripture and allow the Word to fill you with faith for what God could do in your life, for what God could do in your family, and for what God could do in our church. James chapter two, verse fourteen says this: "What good is it, my brothers and sisters, is uh, what good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds? Can such faith save them?" You see that a person is considered righteous by what they do and not by faith alone. In the same way, it was not even Rahab the prostitute considered righteous for what she did when she gave lodging to the spies and sent them off in a different direction. As the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without deeds is dead. Everyone say, oofed. <laughs> faith has action. I'll just invite the worship team to join me. Faith has action, everybody. Your deep belief in God should be evident in the way you live your life. Your deep belief in God should be evident in the way that you live your life. Have an active faith, have an active faith. For Noah, he built an ark even when he couldn't see the water. For the widow, she collected the jars even though she didn't have all the oil yet. For Moses, he led the Israelites to the sea even though they had no way of crossing. Abraham tried for a baby, even though his wife was 90. Everyone say oofed. Sorry if that offended him. Sorry. Abraham took his child up the mountain in obedience to God, even though he didn't have a replacement sacrifice. There are examples after examples after examples in Scripture of people who didn't have the whole picture. Didn't have all the answers, but they had a little bit of faith in God. And I want to challenge you tonight don't be someone that gets deceived into thinking that steps of faith are only ever the saucy things. I'm going to take this huge leap and I'm just going to do this ridiculous thing. Sometimes that's just ridiculous, right? Sometimes the step of faith is to just start paying your bills or it's to start reading your Bible. Or it's to start just coming to church consistently. Sometimes it's just to put that addiction away or take a little step of faith towards putting that addiction away, just starting the journey. Sometimes we think faith is only attached to supernatural things. Well, I've got faith to go and do a big (laughs) outreach and slap a whole bunch of people on the head. What about having faith to stop getting angry at your spouse? What about having faith to start giving some finance to God? What about having some faith to invite someone to church? What about having some faith to not sit down in defeat and allow God to just lift you up and help you conquer what it is you're called to conquer? Maybe it's just need a little bit of faith to do your assignments. Maybe you just need a little bit of faith to stop speaking negativity over yourself or over your your spouse or over your kids. Maybe you need a little bit of faith to just start paying the mortgage. Maybe you need a little bit of faith to just put one foot in front of the other and live each day for God. But listen, everybody, we won't always have all the answers. We won't always understand everything. But what we do have is a God that we can put our trust in, a God that has a proven record, a God who has, has shown us that He is a good God. But He is our loving Father. We've talked about it tonight. He knows everything about us. He knows our needs and wants. He knows what's going on in your life. And He is good. And He is faithful. He's the same yesterday, today and forever. And that's good news because He is awesome and mighty and powerful. Everyone, why don't you just stand up together? I'd love to just pray for you. I just gave a whole bunch of examples, just firing out different ones, but really where this leaves you tonight is just to say, God, what is it that you would have me do in faith? God, what is it this year that that you would have me do in 2023? What is it you would have me do this week? Maybe it is something awesome and epic and, and exciting. Maybe it's something very small and very natural that God is gonna anoint as you take a little step of faith. But just ask God tonight, God, what is it that you would have me do for you in faith? And I know that tonight there's many people and what it is that God would have you do by faith is actually respond to Him. Scripture speaks to us being saved by grace through faith. We take a step of faith towards God, believing that He's a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him, believing that He has something good for us, believing that what His Son did on the cross was enough, for us to be in a relationship with him forever you need to know everybody God loves you so much he sent his one and only son to die on a cross and then rose again so that you could have a relationship with God will you tonight take a step of faith towards God and say God I've got a little mustard seed size of faith I don't understand everything I've got so many questions but I trust you I'm going to give this a go if you would take that step tonight, I know that God wants to begin a supernatural work in your life, transforming you from the inside out and securing your eternity in heaven with Him forever. So right across the room tonight, I just invite you to close your eyes.
0: Thank you so much for joining us online today. Really great to have you with us. And special thanks to those also who give online. Your generosity is making the way for others to hear the message of Jesus, both here in Australia and around the world.